Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. This is Elmira and you. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Monday, July 4th, 2022. It's the 4th of July, Independence Day, the day that we celebrate the proclamation of the Declaration of Independence that declared our independence from England. It took another five years of fighting and then two more years after that before the final treaty was signed and we were officially independent of the uh, Great Britain and the British monarchy. Let's start today with a reminder that our 2020 theme is the power of the Bible. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So we're going to be looking at the next, for the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at some topics regarding the Bible. Five words I'm going to give you. By the end of our study, I want you to have these words memorized and a basic understanding of each one, along with at least one scripture that reminds you of the biblical truth. Here are the five words. Inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination. Let me give those to you again. Inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination. And those are somewhat in chronological order. We'll be discussing those words over the next few Sundays. I hope that you will be able to join us. Come out Sunday morning. Come out Sunday evening. Come out Wednesday evening. All month long. And Sunday school as well. But I'll be discussing these topics of inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination on Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, and Wednesday nights for the next few weeks. For our devotional today, Galatians 5.13 says, For, brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty as an occasion for the flesh, but by love serve one another. Today, we celebrate our independence from the British monarchy. We call it Independence Day. We talk about the Liberty Bell. We talk about the Statue of Liberty. But let's not forget why we've been given liberty in Christ. I'm talking not about our political liberty, not our rights under the U.S. Constitution. I'm talking about the liberty that we have in Jesus Christ. Why is it that Jesus Christ gave his life and rose again to assure us of liberty? Why did he do that? So that we could consume it upon our own lust? So we could do what makes us happy? No, he did it because he wants us to serve one another. Let me ask you, how are you using your liberty to serve others? Sometimes, We get tired, weary of well-doing, and we say, well, others aren't serving me, so I'm not going to serve. Others aren't serving. I'm always the one serving. I'm done serving. I understand that. They say that in any given organization, including a church, that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. So it's easy to look at the amount I'm doing, look across the way in another seat and see someone else who doesn't do anything and say, why am I serving all the time and they're never serving? We've missed something there, and that is God blesses our service. If my Christian sister, my Christian brother isn't serving, they're the ones who are losing out, not me. I know that my efforts will not go unrewarded. God is not unfaithful and to forget 
your labor of love. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10 tells us. The Bible tells us, Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season ye shall reap if you faint not. Don't look at others not serving and become discouraged. Understand that you are making an investment for eternity and that your investment for God's sake matters. Your investment in God's plan matters. Your investment in God and His way is important. Now I want to do something else today that I don't normally do, and that is just read to you an article, part of an article. This is entitled, There Are Two Fundamentally Irreconcilable Constitutional Visions. Let me read that title to you again. There are two fundamentally irreconcilable constitutional visions. I want to read you part of this article so you understand what's going on among, in our Supreme Court and with those who watch the Supreme Court, those who often comment on the Supreme Court, why some of what they say, what they say is so bizarre to me, I hope it's bizarre to you, where are they coming from? Let me read to you the article. It's been a momentous couple of weeks at the Supreme Court. As usual, they save the biggest cases for the end. This year, the big three were Bruin, gun rights. Dobbs, abortion rights, and West Virginia, administration, administrative regulation of carbon dioxide. All three cases were decided 6-3 along ideological lines. These cases involve the most basic issues of what the Constitution is and how it is to be interpreted. On those issues, there is virtually no hope of one side ever convincing anyone from the other side. There just are two fundamentally irreconcilable visions of how this should work. The two visions can be summarized in just a few sentences each. Vision number one. The Constitution allocates powers to the three branches of government and also lists certain rights entitled to constitutional protection. The role of the courts is, one, to assure that the powers are exercised only by those to whom they are allocated, two, to protect the enumerated rights, and three, as to things claimed to be rights but not listed, to avoid getting involved. Vision number two. The Constitution is an archaic document adopted more than 200 years ago and largely obsolete. The role of the courts is to implement the current policies of the academic left and then somehow rationalize how that is consistent with the written document. If a right is enumerated in the Constitution but disfavored by the current left, for example, the right to keep and bear arms, then the court should find a way to uphold enactments that minimize that right down to the point that it is a nullity. If a right is not enumerated in the Constitution, but is a priority of the left, for example, abortion, then that right can be discovered in some vague and unspecific constitutional language. And if the left has a priority to transform the economy and the way the people live, but Congress does not have sufficient majorities to enact that priority, then the executive agencies can implement the priority on their own authority and the role of the courts is to assist the agencies in finding something in the tens of thousands of pages of federal statutes, however vague and dubious, that can be claimed to authorize that action. End quote. The article goes on to explain it further and if you want to, you can find it. Again, the title, There Are Two Fundamentally Irreconcilable Constitutional Visions. But that's why some people are apoplectic. They are so upset. They are so angered by the court's recent decisions. And others are 
nonplus. What, what's the big deal? They're just upholding the Constitution. The reason for two completely opposite reactions is because there's two completely opposite visions of what the Constitution is and what the Supreme Court is to do. And that's why we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray, 1 Timothy 2 reminds us, that we might live quiet and peaceable lives. We need to pray for our representatives elected and those that are also appointed because we are not looking for a fight. We are not looking for trouble. We simply want to worship God as he has led us to worship him and to live our lives in peace, unmolested by our government. That's your vision for Christianity in the 21st century. I ask you to pray with me our elected representatives, and for those who are appointed by them. This has been Elmira and you for Monday, July 4th, 2022. You can join us this Sunday at 9.45 for Sunday School, 11 o'clock for morning worship, and 5 o'clock for evening worship. We also meet on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock for a time of Bible study and prayer. Remember those five words, inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination. If you're interested in any of those topics, meet with us this Sunday at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me tomorrow for another edition of Elmira and You, and don't neglect to pray for our nation.